0: One, one, two, check me out right here, yo. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back into the 610 Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Hollihan, back here on this Monday evening discussing on the eve of the 2023-2024 regular season start for the NBA, I'm back here discussing The Philadelphia 76ers preview, so this obviously is, you know, uh, an interesting season to be um, doing a preview for the Philadelphia 76ers, a lot of new pieces, um, a lot of drama, a lot of unknown moving forward for the Philadelphia 76ers, so... Um and just today was announced not too long ago actually that Montrezl Harrell won't be um coming back he he was waived of course you know he did get hurt so it wasn't going it it doesn't mean that we would have seen him on the court to begin with unfortunately but uh just a weird um weird uh starts you know situations and and whatnot for the 76ers right now um who knows on uh Thursday if we will see James Harden suit up um against Milwaukee so that's interesting I mean it's just so bizarre you know going into this season with this much unknown what We do know is for the 76ers, and I think a lot of fans are expecting that this will be the team's final push for a trophy. They believe that if the Sixers don't get it done, they're going to tear it down, and and that's going to be it, and we're going to start this all over again. I disagree. I personally think that this is a retooling year. This is not a year... Where it's, okay, like, we, you know, we're, we're going to get the ring. No. Um, Nick Nurse, and I think the players players need to get used to Nurse. Nurse needs to get used to the players. Um, I think that you want to see how he will uh, use Joel Embiid, how he can be more effective, um, you know, especially with his game, uh, as well as Tyrese Maxey. Um, see if he can elevate his game to the next level. Uh, the growth of Paul Reed and how he continues um, to grow as a player. Uh, can he do anything with Tobias Harris? Can he pull something out of him? You know, will PJ Tucker and James Harden? Will they last the full season? Because you know, maybe they get shipped off and um, they acquire other talent, younger you know younger players or just draft picks. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see. Um, You know, what's going to happen with Furkan Korkmaz? And, uh, you know, so those are all the questions. In my opinion, starting off with the big guy, Joel Embiid, coming off an MVP season. I don't think there's anyone that has ever uh, come off an MVP year and had just this much, like, attention brought towards if he is going to stay in the city that he just won the MVP with. Um, I think it's really uh, really something when you consider the ups and downs of that. Um, I just – it boggles my mind, you know, when you think about it. I mean, I, I guess the last time would be, you know, LeBron James in 2010 when he won the MVP. You know, I mean, D. Rose won it in 2011, but, you know, th- that was – I guess you could count that as well, but I, I don't know. I don't think he was really, you know, looked at as oh he, you know at the at the end that he won it, sure he got hurt, but I don't think it was a matter of oh they need to get rid of him or anything like that. Um But with Embiid that's now been the question. That's now the top you know uh topic on everyone's mind is what will happen with Embiid. Will they trade them? Will they trade him? Will they move on from him? Um, you know what's going to be, you know the scenario there. Uh, I just I don't know. Um, I guess you could also you know Michael Jordan back in nineteen ninety eight. You know the the last dance there with the Chicago Bulls. Um, I guess that would also be you know would have been another player that that question mark uh, came up. But yeah, this is for. Embiid, I mean, this shouldn't have happened, and that was for Jordan. That people knew that heading into the season, you know, with LeBron James, um, you know, I think those questions kind of started to heat up, uh, you know, after the fact, after that season, after um, you know, 2010 and into that summer. With Embiid now, since he's won it, and going into this next season, the question is now on everyone's mind what's going to happen and to be honest with you um you know is he going to buy into okay dude you just need to hang tough with us we're going to have a you know a, a tough year this year we're probably not going to make it out of the second round who knows if we even make it out of the first but if you just stay with us you know you you know we're going to try and put something together for the following season But at this point, I mean, the Sixers have made, and I don't want this to just be about, you know, the front office or anything, but the Sixers have made, you know, such a mess of things with, you know, the previous regimes, you know, with um, Brian Colangelo, the Elton Brand year, now with Daryl Morey. I mean, guys that just don't know what the heck they're doing, guys that don't um, you know, take the draft as seriously as they need to. And that's the case right now with the 76ers. So you know, like I said, heading into this season, I believe this team will finish about fourth uh in the East. I think you'll see the Celtics and Bucks one two. Um and then third, I mean, it's you know Miami's always going to be around, but I don't know if they're exactly good enough to be third. You've also got Cleveland there that's going to be, you know, making a run at things. Um, So I think, you know, between us, the Heat, and the Cavs, those are the three teams that are really going to be looking at that third spot. And the Knicks. You could also add in the Knicks um, in that, you know, Third spot for the Eastern Conference. I mean, I I think Celtics, net, uh, excuse me, not Nets, Bucks, one two, put them either uh, you know any way you want them, and then three through six is where you're gonna have the Knicks, Sixers, Cavs, and Heat, and that's gonna be yet again in no specific order. And to be honest with you, um, you know the, the Sixers with James Harden. I think they're good enough to be third in the East without James Harden. And with James Harden, I think you could make, you know, they could make a case for the one seed. And with James Harden being completely bought in, of course. But without him, you're, you know, three through six somewhere. And and three is generous, you know, with a good start to the season. Because this team is just not built. I mean, there's a lot of age here. I mean, Danny Green is back. Uh, Patrick Beverly, I think he brings something. And, it, and, you know, he brings toughness, he brings leadership, and it sucks because it feels like you get Patrick Beverly, you get, you know, a Mo Bamba, you get some energy, Kelly Oubre Jr. And it feels like it's the wrong year with this whole James Harden drama. I mean, it really does. and it, And it's what stinks the most is because Harden – could be the difference if he's completely locked in and he's James Harden. You know, it's so it's it's so different the way you would be viewing this Sixers team right now. But it's just the way it is, and will they be able to pull something out of Tobias Harris? You know, I don't know. I mean, it's it's a real shame, um, but. We'll have to see. Kelly Oubre, like I said, I think he, you know, off the bench and and some nights starting, I think he's going to be a good addition. You know, I think De'Anthony Melton. We'll see what he looks like in this new offense. I'm intrigued to see him. Um, like I said, Pat Bev and Mo Bamba backing up Joel Embiid. I think that's, that's, that's huge. That's a huge get right there. Paul Reed, another year older. Like I said, this is a good bench. It's a good bench. I like it. I like the way they they've gone about the bench. It's just this whole James Harden situation, which is, you know, kind of um, going back on it. And of course, this is completely hindsight. But you also have to take into account that's also mismanaging the Ben Simmons situation with that trade and giving them draft picks. But again, that is hindsight. But for a president, a general manager, I mean. It's like I heard uh, Don LaGreca say on the Michael K show the other day, a few weeks ago, isn't that your job to be able to look at a guy and say this is where he's going to be a few years down the road? And I know James Harden, I think he averaged a double-double in assists and points last year. But with him being a complete locker room issue is where you and where I have the issue with James Harden moving forward. I mean, you know, it's become obvious he and Maxie can't be on the floor at the same time. Their games just don't mesh well together. Um, And then you've got DeAnthony Melton as well, you know, and you've got, you know, some other moving parts, guys that want the ball, Harden and Embiid, you know, that whole situation there with who gets to handle the ball, and it's a shame. It's a real shame. You know, that this is what the Sixers are looking at. Like I said, they're no better than if they can somehow, and would probably take a miracle, figure it out with James Harden. He stays, then, and he's bought in, then I think you're a three seed. But if not, you're no better than a four seed. And this is a retooling year. And, you know, what what will ultimately be, I think, the biggest... You know, um, victory in the season or the biggest, you know, uh, head scratcher is when they trade away James Harden at the deadline, and whether that's going to mean draft picks, whether that's going to mean a Norman Powell or whatever have you from the Clippers, it will ultimately decide you know, the future for the Sixers and heading into next year. Unfortunate, but that's just the case for your Philadelphia 76ers. And it sucks. I mean, it really sucks that this might be the last year we're going into 76ers basketball and being excited about um, being a top four seed going into the playoffs. And it just stinks. I mean, you know, this has been... Since 2017, heading into that season, we've had such expectations for this team and have fallen completely flat on our face each and every time. But it really sucks. It's unfortunate, but that's just the reality of the situation. So, um that's pretty much all I got for the preview tonight on the Philadelphia 76ers. Um just you know first episode I've had for the Sixers in quite a while I mean, I can't even remember. I think the James Harden drama may have been the last time if I remember correctly um since the last time I had anything to say about the seventy sixers on here because there just hasn't been much to say and as much as I could get into the drama of Harden uh, on a minute I'm on a minute's count here on Buzzsprout, so that's the case, but hey, I mean we'll be putting I'll be putting out more sixers. Uh, stuff moving forward. Um, you know, next episode we'll be recapping Game One against the Milwaukee Bucks, and um, yeah, next episode for the Six One Zero podcast, of course, will be tomorrow night or tonight. However, way you know, or whatever time, depending upon you're listening to this, um, discussing Game Six between the Philadelphia Phillies and the Arizona Diamondbacks. So, thanks everyone for tuning in, and as always. Bye-bye. One, two, three, four, five, sixes Ten, nine, eight, seventy, sixes One, two, three, four, five, sixes